everybody. Welcome back. I'm Nate Moore. This is another episode of Big Ideas from the Business Intelligence Guy. You're all familiar with the claim scrubber. You take all your claims and you pass it through this claim scrubber that looks for potential problems before you send them off to the clearinghouse and the payer may deny them and it takes time to appeal and whatever else. You look for problems before you send the claim out and this claim scrubber comes back and says, oh, you know, you got to fix this and that and the other before you can send out your claims. Makes sense. If you're off the shelf claim scrubber, doesn't allow rules flex enough or doesn't do what you need it to do to meet the complexities of your practice, then we ought to talk. But that's not the topic for today. We're not going to talk about claim scrubbers. What I want to talk about is an appointment scrubber. So a claim scrubber deals with the idiosyncrasies of pairs about, you know, if you're billing bilateral, it's got to be on one line or two lines or this modifier or that modifier or whatever. But pairs also have tricky rules that impact appointments. And the idea is that an appointment scrubber is a daily email that tracks potential problems with upcoming appointments. So we're going to look out in the future, one week, two weeks, whatever's appropriate for the size of your practice and what you're trying to do. And then within that one or two week period, what I'm going to do is I'm going to look for potential problems and report that back on a daily email. Tell somebody, hey, the patient's coming in a week from Tuesday and look at this problem or that problem or whatever. Let me give you a couple examples, some potential things that an appointment scrubber might look for you might find a new patient seeing an advanced practitioner. And for some practices, I mean, neurosurgeons may want that to happen. Other practices may not want that to happen. Some practices may say, well, I want new patients to see a uh, MD or, or a doctor first, and we're not going to deal with instant two billing or whatever, and only for Medicare, whatever the, whatever the game is. You can see a new patient to your practice, and you can see who they're seeing. And if it doesn't meet the way your practice wants to do it, we can flag and tell people, hey, this, you know, this is this is advanced practitioner seeing a new patient or advanced practitioner who's not seeing a new patient, whatever way you practice roles. You might look for a patient who's on hold. They're on, they may be on hold because their balance is in collections or because there are other issues with the patient. And we don't want to schedule an appointment until we resolve this on hold issue. Well, we can look ahead and find patients who are on hold because they're on hold in the practice management system. We can say, there's an appointment, there they are on hold, and flag them in this email that with uh and we might break it out in the email. It says, all right, here's everybody that broke the new patient seeing advanced practitioner rule. And here's everybody that broke the patient on hold rule. And on we go. A third rule you might look for. You might look for a patient who's out of network. You might have an appointment that was scheduled you know, months ago, maybe a year ago. And now contracts have changed and networks have changed and they're out of network or whatever. We can look ahead and see that and say, hey, watch out for this United Healthcare plan or this Aetna plan or whatever. And flag me back and tell me contact this patient, make sure that we can see them before they get here. Some patients will look, will need to make a deposit for whatever reason. Maybe your practice is a surgical practice and that you're looking for high deductible plans and they've got to make a balance. Or maybe you're a dermatology practice and they've got to make a deposit for a Botox appointment or whatever it is. We can look out and data mine and say, I want to see patients with an upcoming appointment who haven't made whatever that required deposit is. Or you might have patients who have labs or tests or imaging that needs to be read or whatever that isn't back yet. And so, hey, Nate's coming in a week from Tuesday, and if it's not back by then, I'm going to go chase down that lab or that image or that test or that whatever and make sure it's ready before the patient shows up so that we can be more efficient and heaven forbid us have to have them come back again, schedule another appointment, that kind of thing. The mindset, the pattern that we want to get into as a practice is we're going to trap anything, anything that impedes our appointment workflow and could have been known in advance. Let me give you an example. There's a dermatology practice 
And that has a policy that says we're not going to see minor patients without a parent present. And so the appointment scrubber looks out, says, all right, what's the age of the patient? If the age of the patient's under 18, then what we'll do is we'll flag it on our appointment scrubber in, in a section that says make sure you know a patient knows to come with them so that we can see them according to our practice policy, that kind of thing. I think the most important question on this whole podcast is, what would you add to your appointment scrubber? What kind of things are making your practice less efficient? What kind of things could you know and should you know, and quite frankly, the patient expects you to know before they get there, that if we knew about it, we could do something before the patient shows up? Maybe you got a patient that's broken your no-show policy and, you know, hey, they've, they've no-showed more than three times and somehow the system's still letting them schedule appointments or they had this appointment scheduled before they broke the, the policy and so it's still on the books. Maybe you've got a patient who's scheduled for surgery and then when you schedule the surgery, you know it's hard to get in so you're going to schedule the post-op visit too and then the surgery gets canceled or moved or whatever and you still have the post-op visit. You could look for those kind of problems in an appointment scrubber. So the way it works is the appointments stay on this email until the problem is resolved or until the appointment passes. You may have patients that you say, all right, you know, they, they, owe, a, they, they owe a balance and they're going to pay $500 at the appointment or whatever. And as long as they pay $500 at the appointment, then they can, we leave them on the list and we're planning on the appointment, that kind of thing. But you, you leave them on the list until the problem's resolved or the appointment's passed. Now, you may have a bunch of these where the you've seen this appointment on the claim scrubber email several days in a row or whatever. So there are a couple of things we do to make the email easier to work. First thing we do is we color code new appointments. So what we'll do is we'll flag everything that is new to the email today. So that might be if our if our range is out seven days, then hey, this just now it's seven days out, so it shows up on the email. And so we're going to put that in a different color so that whoever's working the email can say, oh, this is new. I better take a look at this. The other thing we do is we sort the email by the soonest appointment date. So you can look, okay, these are the people coming in tomorrow or today. I'm going to work these first and then work my way down the list and make it easier for folks to work the appointment scrubber. I think there are a couple of clear benefits to doing an appointment scrubber. First and foremost, you catch appointment problems before the patient arrives and you're going to save patient frustration. I waited three weeks for this appointment and now you can't see me. You should have known or you could have known or why didn't you? You can see all that frustration coming from a patient who's waited to see and then can't be seen. I think a second benefit is you've got other patients who are likely waiting for that appointment slot. If you've got that three-week wait to see you, there are patients who are on your wait list or have been waiting those three weeks to try to get in and we can't see them because we're seeing patients that we can't see. And obviously, from an efficiency and a productivity standpoint, it really benefits the clinic to save these lost appointment slots and use them more productively. I hope the idea of an appointment scrubber is helpful for you. I hope it's a big idea, a business intelligence guy idea that can save you a lot of time, a lot of frustration, and hopefully some money in your practice as well. Thanks for joining me on today's podcast. 